All right, everybody. Welcome to BO Boys for Thursday, May 26th. Uh, it's, I can't do it on a Thursday. You can't, I can't do it. Do it for, on a okay, who are you? I'm Clayton. And I'm Pat. We're back with another end of week weekend preview episode. Obviously, Clayton is still getting into the swing of things, but we are going to stick to this two episodes a week. The people demanded it. So far, it has gotten just rave reviews, the, the, us doing two episodes a week. People are loving it. Well, we got a little email from from Reed, want to be oh boy Reed, mm-hmm. that just, mm-hmm. what, no, no, nothing in the body of the email, just the title of the email, two episodes a week, gr- great, wonderful Odin, a gift from the gods. Thank you, Reed. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Reed. Uh, and and all, but also you're welcome because we're doing the two episodes a week. So you know, when we say thank you, we also do have to say you're welcome because we have to assume we are being thanked for what we do. Absolutely. So d- so despite the yips I seem to have been uh, getting, I feel like Charles Barkley trying to to swing a five iron here. Uh, I'm loving the Thursdays because we can just jump right into what's coming out this weekend. No plowing. We already did that. So we've got two, one big movie and another mm-hmm. wide release that we're yeah. frankly yeah. a little flummoxed about, we'll be honest. But I feel like we mm-hmm. need to get into the headline film, the film that everybody's been waiting for. Top Gun Maverick comes out this weekend, and boy, the tracking has just exploded. Yeah, I mean, people, uh, the closer you get to this movie coming out, the more and more good buzz it gets. People start to see it. The reviews have been great. The excitement is sky high. I mean, you said the tracking is increasing. What is right now the box office pro tracking for this movie? Where where have they finally landed on Top Gun Maverick? So the three-day opening weekend range mm-hmm. is now from 120 to $145 million. The, and the, are you serious? And the four-day, I'm looking at it now, the four-day opening weekend range is anywhere from 143 to $177 million. This is nuts. This is nuts. Okay. This this is nuts. I, I was not expecting Box Office Pro to be going that high on these projections. Um, no. I mean, because when you're getting that high... You are, you're, you're flying up there. You know, that this puts Tom Cruise, this puts Maverick flying up there with the superheroes, with the MCU themselves. You're flying up there with Iron Man, with Captain America, with, with the highest of high flyers. And man, I mean, the last thing I want to do is be pessimistic about this movie because I'm so psyched about it and I believe it is going to be a huge hit, but to, to see it flying at 140, 150, that feels too high to me. Well, but, just to give a little bit of reference. So this is Memorial Day weekend coming up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the highest three-day opening for Memorial Day weekend was 2007's Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, 
which mm-hmm. had a three-day of 114.7 million and a four-day of 139.8 million. Right? Mm-hmm. So those are what Maverick would have to beat to take the mantle. Mm-hmm. Which those numbers don't seem nuts. Mm-hmm. Like 114, I mean, this movie doing 120 in three day would not surprise me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just, I'm sorry. I can't get to 145. I can't get there either. And, and the reason being, and this is something that was mentioned by the great Scott Mendelson, who was mm-hmm. on the podcast, The Town, the great town yep. podcast on the mm-hmm. Ringer Network. Mm-hmm. Hosted by Matt Bellany. Yes, Matt Bellany. Yeah, it's a it's a great listen. I feel like it, it, it it's a nice compliment to the Bo Boys. You know, Bo Boys is essential, and then the Town is one of those shows that really complements the Bo Boys well. But it's also a fear that was uh, that was also voiced by the great Jeff Bach at a uh, mm-hmm. Exhibitor Relations Co. Do the kids give a shit about Top Gun? Do the kids mm -hmm. give a shit? We know the boomers and the Gen X may come out to see this, right? Mm -hmm. That's who they're banking on. And and the millennials. And the millennials. I think it's it's boomers, Gen X, millennials. I mean, I think it's basically- And greatest generation. And I mean, greatest generation, sure. Some of them will get wheeled out to salute- Will they then buy a ticket and go see the movie? I think some of them might just salute the marquee and then and then you know keep on get, rolling, get wheeled back in the medevac. But uh, I definitely think this is a movie where the the Q score of Top Gun Maverick for people thirty two and up is very high. Mm-hmm. You know, the sweet spot there is thirty two to sixty. I think is is just the the Q score is off the charts for this movie. Tom Cruise is a, a, a mega star of the '80s and '90s and early 2000s. Top Gun is one of those movies that people of of that age have been watching on repeat for the last 40 years. But yes, the big question of the difference between this movie opening at 100 and opening at like 140 to 160 is our Teens, tweens, and twenty-year-olds excited to see this. And that's they, the, the you know that's the big one. And the Mission Impossible franchise has only gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. But those movies don't open at Marvel levels. They don't open at a hundred million dollars. No, they open they, in they the fifties or the 60s. low sixties. Yeah. So that is the reason why uh, the I feel like hype is overtaking this. I feel like it's a slow movie season right now because Doctor Strange did not pop off the way that it could have. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. not a world beater the way that Spider-Man No Way Home was. So now the discourse is about Maverick. And this is beneficial for Maverick in the sense that that people are talking about it. But I, I, I fear... That anything under a hundred for the three day is gonna make people think this was a failure, and that's crazy. Because if this right. beats his biggest opening, Tom Cruise, which would be 
over 65 because World of the Worlds opened at like 64 or something. Mm-hmm. And that was him and Spielberg. That This will be a success. If this makes 80 to 90, it's a success. Mm-hmm. And if it makes over 100 in the, th- in the four day, that is a success to me. Yeah. I mean, let, I, this is a movie that when it was being planned to be released in 2020, I don't think at that time anyone would have projected Top Gun Maverick to even sniff a $100 million opening weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's definitely one of those movies that I think has benefited from the long COVID delay because it's 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 taken on this this, this reputation as this mysterious object. You know, the, the fact that it's been held from us for so long. It's basically other than the Munions, it is the 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 last giant movie that has not been released from pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's taken on this this air as a uh, as like the as like the Ark. You know, as like the Grail. It's the thing that we're all been searching for, and it's finally here. So it's definitely built a lot of buzz in these last two years it's it's bigger than it would have been if it just came out in a you know non-pandemic summer of 2020 yes but is that 150 million dollar opening weekend big you know the thing that i mentioned a few weeks ago is the reason that the teens and the tweens and the 20 somethings might be really into this is because it's become such an event you know, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to go because they're dying to see Tom Cruise or they're dying to see Top Gun or they're dying to see a, you know, military movie. I don't think any of those are things that appeal to 20-year-olds. But the fact that people have talked about it so much mm-hmm. might be the reason they want to go. I feel like the military angle is what scares me the most about this film when it comes to the teens, tweens, and 20-somethings. Yeah, but I think they've done a good job of of sort of using that, you know, in the – I'm sure sure they've had, you know, advanced screenings on battleships and stuff like that, but they're not like super leaning into that in the mainstream marketing. They're they're using it – they're deploying it where they need to and when they need to and Mm -hmm. not deploying it where they don't need to. Right, right. Like this is definitely being marketed in a much different way than Top Gun was, I'm sure, when it came out in the 80s. Where, uh, I, you know, listen, I, I was not sentient of of uh, movie marketing when the first one came out, but I would guess that movie really leaned into like a lot of salutes in the commercials and a lot of, you know, like, go see this to support your military. Well, I signed up when when the original came mm-hmm. out. I signed up. I tried to sign up, I should say, right. but I was turned away because I was too short yes, and also yes. too young, too, way too yes, young. Yes, I was yes. five. But so here's a comp that we mentioned previously: mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, right? Mm-hmm. Another film that there is a big lapse between the last movie and that movie. 
Not as big as the Top Gun laps, of course. But that movie opened to 100 million three day and 126.9 four day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so these numbers are excluding the Thursday grosses both times. But mm-hmm. looking at those numbers, the thing that sticks out about Crystal Skull is that it had a hot young star co-starring because if you can remember this kids Shia LaBeouf was as hot as it comes Mm -hmm. and when this movie opened there was a lot of talk is he going to be the next indie things like that and this film Top Gun Maverick you know it has Miles Teller who has lost a lot of his heat a lot I mean, he's heatless. He's cold at this point. Yeah. I I actually, right before we got on air, watched him in... uh, My wife and I are watching uh, The Offer, which is the series about the making of The Godfather on Paramount+. Mm -hmm. And Miles Teller is the lead of that. And I will say, seeing him in that show does not give me any confidence that he is going to uh, 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 inspire anyone to come see this movie at the box office and inspire youngsters to come see him. Yeah. I mean, he he feels very, very old and beaten down, at least in that show. And I I don't think he's going to be the secret sauce that gets the youngsters out. Well, and then we have Glenn Powell, who was a guy who was in Everybody Wants Some. He was in the romantic comedy with Zoe Deutsch that was on Netflix that popped off uh, pre-COVID a few years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. He hasn't really been able to parlay that into any true big successes, but he really hasn't had a shot. So he's a guy that could break out from this film, but he's not a guy going into this film that is going to drive a lot of traffic and put the butts in the seats, right? So that no, no. is also they, they didn't get a they didn't cast a machine gun Kelly or a the bad bunny in this. You know, like people who really do speak to that youth audience. They you're they so high on bad bunny. I mean, I think you put the bad bunny in Top Gun Maverick then I might be more comfortable going to that 140, 150 opening weekend prediction. But to Top Gun Maverick's credit, Bad Bunny was not Bad Bunny when this film was shot because this movie was supposed to come out in 2019. Right, right. But uh, yeah, listen, I, I don't know if he was circling this project at all, but uh, you know, a more forward-thinking casting director, I think, would have seen what was to come at that point. Listen... If they had lucked out and cast the Bad Bunny in Miles Teller's role and then it got delayed for three years and now you're opening this movie with the Bad Bunny of today in the movie, they would have they, they would have been really happy with what they did three years ago. What, was this movie supposed to come out in 2019 or 2020? I feel like it was supposed to originally... There, w- there was an original release date of 2019 that got moved back, you know, obviously nothing to do with COVID. Yeah. Um, but there was a point where that was the release date. So here's here's where it comes down to the brass tacks of it all, Pat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think 
this movie opens to. And I think we should do three-day and four-day. What is your take on this? So what did you say the three-day was for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? A hundred million. And that's without the Thursday. So Thursday was 25. So if you add that in, do you think this makes more or less than 125? So I think it... Hmm, I think it makes less. I mean, I mm-hmm. do think it's going to break 100. I think it could do 110. But uh, that's a, I, I'm going to go 113 for the three-day and 133 for the four-day. So that would not break Pirates of the Caribbean at the world's end. At world's end. My apologies. Right. Right. It would not beat it as the biggest Memorial Day opening. Yeah, I don't think it does. I mean, that Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which was what? Not the second. That was like one of the later ones. I think I'm it guessing. was the third. I, I I might be wrong, but I feel like it was the third one. I mean, those movies were so huge and they really did play well to younger people. I mean, yes. listen, we're seeing it now. Johnny Depp, he's got a fan base and mm-hmm. he's got a young fan base. He's got a young female fan base. Tom Cruise I mean, he has kept his looks and he's, he's stays fit. And, you know, listen, he's a, he's still look at that movie star smile, but I don't think he really has young women, uh, uh, in his back pocket anymore. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I, I think, yeah, Johnny Depp then was a bigger star to young people than Tom Cruise is now. So it makes sense that this is not going to, top the Pirates of the Caribbean movie for Okay, so Memorial does Day not weekend. break the the three-day or the four-day? No, no. I'm going, yeah, I'm going 113 and 133. Okay, but that would beat out Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. I am also low on this, and I think it is the kids. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go lower than you. I'm going to say three-day... Of 103. Okay. And four day of 119. I mean, the thing is, this movie has gotten so much buzz and so much positivity that we are right now both predicting this movie to do over $100 million three day and we're caveating that by saying we're going on the low end. Yeah. I you mean, know, that, that is the, the great spot that this movie has gotten itself to. Yes, it is great. And listen, I hope we're wrong. I hope it makes 180. What other pro- pro- prognosticators hope they're wrong? None. Because they have no integrity. Right. They have ego right. is what they have. Right. Right. So let's real quick talk about this other movie that's coming out, which completely flummoxed us because we've never seen, you've seen maybe an episode or two. I've never seen a second of this show. The Bob Burgers movie. I have seen an episode or two, yeah. The Bob Burgers movie is coming out. Tracking right now, according to Box Office Pro, three-day opening, eight to 12 million, four-day, 9.5 to 15 million. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. anecdotally, Pat, you have gone to San Diego Comic-Con for work, not for pleasure. Yes. Ne- never for pleasure and never accidentally 
had pleasure while there. No. Good. Perfect. Now, you were saying, though, that you've seen a lot of what they call cosplayers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is short for costume players, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they just shorten the costume part, but they leave the the players. Yes. And as full, yeah. And they dress like fake characters. They dress like mm-hmm. they're adults who dress up like made up characters, right? Yes. Yes. And you've seen a lot of people dressed like these Bob's Burgers characters. Yeah. I mean, when I go to Comic-Con, obviously, you got all your superheroes. It's a lot of Spider-Man, a lot of uh, Iron Man. Uh, Harley Quinn. There's always the same guy. A lot. I mean, Harley Quinn is by far the most popular. It is so many Harley Quinns. And uh, and then a lot of Darth Vader's and Star Wars and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the next tier of characters that I see a lot of, it's a lot of Doctor Who's. It's a lot of Rick and Morty's. The mm. last few I've gone to, very, so many, so many Ricks, a lot of Ricks. But then right up there with the Ricks are... Bob's Burgers characters. I see a lot of people dressed as the main burger guy, uh, Bob Belcher. I'm looking at the the list of character names. I wouldn't have known that off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. So they dress as the main guy. They dress as um, the uh, the wife some. And there's a lot of people dressed as the Kristen Schaal daughter character who i guess is the one who wears like bunny ears yes and there's a lot of people dressed like her that that's one of the most popular cosplayer aka costume player costumes that i see are the bob's burgers daughter so does that translate into box office you know tweets aren't ticks or cosplays ticks yeah i that's a question i don't think and and you, we also looked up the ratings to Bob's Burgers because it is a Sunday night stalwart for mm-hmm. Fox. And Ten seasons of Bob's Burgers. That is can, that is amazing. Can you believe it? And so that show does right under Family Guy numbers, right? So it's popular cartoon-wise, adult cartoon-wise. So it is, looking at the ratings, it is the lowest rated of those uh Sunday night Fox animation shows. Oh, it's it by far the lowest rated. Yeah. Like I'm looking at the recent uh seasons and it averages 2.8, 2.4, 2.7 million viewers an episode where something like the Simpsons still is in the fours. Oh, wow. Okay. So I misspoke, but it gets a lot of Hulu views, right? And that's, that's the difference is, is it is a huge streaming show. Apparently in the week after an episode of Bob's Burgers airs, it will end up getting to around 7 million viewers because of all the streams. So it's one of the most popular uh, uh, streaming shows. It's like one of Hulu's biggest shows, apparently. Here's what this makes me think. Mm -hmm. Because at first, this all feels unrelated, but it's related. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're saying it. It makes, it's, of course, it's related. Yeah. If this show 
does not do well when it airs originally. And people mm-hmm. feel like they can just wait and watch it later in the week. Mm-hmm. What makes you think that fans are going to rush out in the first weekend of this film and see it? Exactly. Right? So this is not going to open big because there's no urgency to see this movie. Right. Right. And right. so I'm going to go low on the tracking here. I mean, I still think it hits its tracking, but I'm going to say this makes $9 million in the three-day what is the tracking range that Box Office Pro is saying? Eight to twelve, three day, nine to five. Okay. Uh, not, I'm sorry, nine point five to fifteen million, four day. Now, Austin, one of your boy, Austin went in the twenties with this because and he. I he, mean, he is a youngster. He is a youngster. So, Let so you would sure think he would know. You would think he would know, but I'm with you in that. Again, if this is a show that people, that fans of the show can't even be bothered to watch at a specific time at home, how are they possibly going to get the enthusiasm to go see it in a movie theater? Like they, they are used to watching Bob's Burgers on Hulu. So that is just how they're going to watch it a month from now when Bob's Burgers is on Hulu. Now I misspoke. I'm sorry. Austin's probably screaming at his his uh, uh, his MP3 player at the moment. He said he's kind of generally flummoxed as well. It could open okay. from seven seven. He could do seven or twenty, is what he said. But he's gotcha. saying he thinks it's around twelve. So he's kind of with us. Gotcha. Well, I am gonna be uh, lower than both of you. I think this movie is gonna open at like seven million. Oh, okay. I, I just don't see it. And again, I'm the one who's been boots on the ground seeing all of the uh, cosplayers dress up as the Kristen Schaal character, putting on the, the bunny hat and all that. I've seen that in, in real life. But I would bet the majority of the people who dress up like the Bob's Burgers characters at Comic-Con, they're not seeing this in a movie theater this weekend. Mm-hmm. Th- those people... They'll, they'll maybe they're they're going shopping with their Bob's Burgers cosplay on walking around town, but I bet you they're not stopping in the movie theater to see this movie. They're waiting to watch it on streaming, you know. And I'm looking at God. I know this is forever ago. The example I'm going to give, but back in July 1999, we had a very similar situation where a uh, a cartoon series was adapted into a movie and released in the summertime talking about South Park, bigger, longer and uncut. And that movie came out in July, 1999 and opens to 14.7 million and South Park. Listen, at that point it was in this weird downward slope where the first couple of seasons, it was the biggest thing on TV. Then people started backlashing against it and then the movie uh, came out. Really? But I feel South like that Park. was, that was, I felt like that was like strictly in the phenomenon. Was point. it in the phenomenon? I guess yes. in 1999, yeah, that would have been in the phenomenon part. Because okay, that show right. didn't come out till 97, I think, and it was still on a very high trajectory. Well, I mean, what I was going to say anyway is that 
South Park at that time was way more popular than Bob's Burgers is now. Yes. And that movie still only opened to $14.7 million in 1999 at a time when people were going to movies in a bigger way than they are now, or at least going to see a bigger variety of movies. Mm -hmm. And that movie still did not open that high. So I cannot see the Bob's Burgers movie opening close to what the South Park movie did when South Park was being released, yeah, at the height of its pop culture relevancy. Yeah. So to me, I think Bob's Burgers are going to do like half that. It's going to do like $7 million. Well, because the difference is, is there were kids, regular kids, in regular forums of life, not Comic-Cons, doing Cartman imitations yes. to you, asking for cheesy poofs. Right. And I don't see, like you said, Bob's Burgers characters walking around on the street. I don't. Right. I am not accosted by catchphrases that uh, Richard Belcher or whatever. What's the guy's name in the fucking show? Bob Belcher is Bob is Belcher. The, he's, he's the he's the Homer Simpson of the Bob's Burgers show. Yeah, I'm not getting inundated with with the uh, Robert Belcher quotes. Right. Right. Like right. flip those burgers, son, or whatever he says. Right. Right, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know if, they, if they say that on that show, I know. If they don't, they should because that shit's hilarious. Else. Yeah. R.I.P. Belushi. Uh, Best to ever. Uh, yeah. Do I, I, the other thing about the Bob's Burgers audience is, you know, we keep talking about how the Top Gun Maverick audience is old. Are the youngsters going to come out? Is Bob's Burgers a show that really does appeal to youngsters? Because I kind of feel like Bob's Burgers appeals to just as old of an audience as something like Top Gun. It, I think it's just a show that if people watch it, it's people our age. It's people in their 30s and 40s. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, if, I know. If you're saying it's up there cosplay-wise with Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, I think, has a very young audience. No, no, no. I, I know that. But I think the – I still feel like Bob's Burgers – is not like a sensation amongst younger people. The way and it's South not edgy. Park was, no, no, it's not rebellion it's not to go edgy, see this movie. But it's also not a family movie. You know, it's uh, not the Munions, and it's not a. I, I'm sure a family could enjoy it, but Bob's Burgers is not a movie that parents are. It's not a rats needing their cheese movie. You know, I you're mean, not taking your eight-year-old to see this. It could be an elder millennial takes their little kid because they're like, I I used to see Eugene Merman do stand-up at uh, Tinkle or, uh, uh, you know, Ask Me Up. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're really, we're really reaching if we think a single ticket is going to be sold because someone's a fan of Eugene Merman's stand-up. True, uh, I, true. I would... I would I would venture that less than four tickets domestically will be sold based on Eugene Eugene Merman stand-up fans. Okay. Um, well, so let's 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 jump into our top fives because we're going long. We don't want to go long yeah, on yeah. this episode. No, uh, no. So where do we? I think the thing is, Top Gun Maverick is a slam doink number one. It's just going to be where does Bob's Burgers fall in this top five? Right. All right. So then, looking at this, it is yeah, you're right. Top Gun Maverick, of course, slam doink number one. 
Number two is going to be Doctor Strange, which will probably fall down into making something in the teens, right? Yeah. You figure another 50% drop, it's 16, 17 million. So that's number two. Number three, this is where it gets interesting because does Downton Abbey have a 50% drop and end up being under 10 million? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at that point, it does, it, it, it is the question of does it beat Bob's Burgers? And I think it does. I think number three is going to be Downton Abbey, nice. which will make around $8 million, which means number four, I think that's where Bob's Burgers opens. I think it opens number four at around $7 million. And then it's got to be the bad guys. Mm-hmm. God, you know, it is... There is a world in which we are talking on the next episode about how the bad guys stayed ahead of Bob's Burgers. Because, I mean, I'm not going to predict it, but I think there is a scenario in which Bob's Burgers opens to four or five million dollars and bad guys finishes ahead of it. Yeah, that would be a disaster for Bob's Burgers. Yeah, it would be, but also that movie is a streaming play. And, and honestly, I feel like the Bob's Burgers movie is just a lark for everyone involved. And it's going to be, it, it's 20th Century Studios, so it's going to be on Disney Plus very soon. It's not like Maverick, which I believe has a a 120-day window, the Tom yes, Cruise yes. window. Yes. Um, yeah, so I think that is your... I think that's your top five. I think it's Bob's Burgers four and the bad guys five. But if we show up next episode and we're talking about the bad guys coming in at number four, I won't be shocked. I'm really low on this Bob's Burgers movie. Yeah. So mine, of course, number one, Top Gun, Maverick, Slam Doink. Number two, Doctor Strange, Slam Doink. I do think Bob's Burgers makes it to number three. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But... It'll be close with Downton Abbey. I think it's gonna mm-hmm. be uh it's gonna be a, a photo finish. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I do think bad guys at number five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then Sonic would be six, and I think everything everywhere all at once would be seven, because it's definitely gonna pull ahead of men. Men is gonna completely crater in its second weekend. I see that movie maybe making one million possibly under a million dollars next weekend so before we go because yeah we are going longer than we wanted to we did say we were going to look at some of these downton abbey daily numbers Mm -hmm. so let's while while we look that up one thing i'll say is uh i was on paramount plus recently i've i've like i said i've been watching the offer and uh checking out some old episodes of wonder shows and and sonic the hedgehog 2 is now streaming on paramount plus yes i know i saw that that is that is available uh and i don't you know i don't think it's going to affect the box office at all because honestly who knows what's on paramount plus other than people who are just looking to watch the offer um so now we see these numbers for Downton Abbey's dailies. So it opened 
uh, last Friday, May 20th. So then its first Monday was this Monday, May 23rd. Mm-hmm. And it made $1.7 million, a nice little bump up on the Tuesday to $1.9 million, and then on the Wednesday, $1.5 million. So, so it's to 21 right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is holding pretty well. I mean, I'm looking at just the day of uh, the uh, May 23rd, which was the Monday, came in number two, you know, made about half of what Dr. Strange did. So it's, we're not, we're, what we're not seeing is some kind of giant jump that we thought maybe would have happened where during the weekday, the oldsters flocked out and Downton Abbey maybe made more than Dr. Strange did on the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That mm-hmm. That's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. The Tuesday, it's still number two and it's, yeah, it's below Dr. Strange. So yeah, it's not doing anything crazy. It's not doing anything crazy, but then I'm looking at, you know, May 24th, which was the Tuesday, and it pulled closer to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange made $3 million. Downton Abbey made $1.9 million the same day. So it's it's not doing something spectacular on the weekdays, but it's doing better than average. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, and I think it's business. showing... Mm-hmm. And th- this will be a movie that I think will do well during the week and is probably going to leg out decently going forward. All right. Well, Pat, this is going to be such an exciting weekend. Me, you, and uh, one of our great friends. uh, I'm not sure if she wants her her name to be uh, spoken on the podcast. Uh, We'll keep her anonymity, but we are going to see this movie tomorrow in IMAX. The only way to see it, see it on the biggest screen possible Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're excited. And uh, this week's first episode of the B.O. Boys, this coming week's first episode mm-hmm. of the B.O. Boys of the week, will be unmissable. You cannot miss it. No, no. I mean, listen, we're going to answer all the questions that we asked tonight, which is how high can Top Gun Maverick fly? We're going to know in just a few days, and then we will talk about it on the next episode of the B.O. Boys. It's going to be amazing. We will be looking at the teens, the tweens, the 20-somethings in that IMAX theater and counting heads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And asking ages. Ground. Asking ages. Yep. Oh, of course. Carding. We'll be carding. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Pat, where can they find us? Well, of course, rate and review. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and we will read it out loud no matter what it is you say. So again, great way to get manifestos read, last wills and testaments, whatever it is that you want to have read. We'll read it. Just leave it in review form on Apple Podcasts. If you want to serve someone, if you want to serve someone papers verbally, Mm -hmm. uh, which I believe is legal. Give us five stars, so. and we will serve that to someone. Yes, yes. All you have to do is leave a review of of whatever it is you need to be said in the legal document, and you also have to then get the person who you want to serve to listen to the show. You that's have to make on sure you. they're a listener. Yeah, that's, that's on, on you, but we'll read it. Yes. Uh, so leave us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, 
and email us at theboboyspodcast at gmail.com. And Pat, I don't think there's anything left to say except for until next time. We'll, we'll smell, smell you, you at, at the, the box, box office. office. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs>